Hello, Bella. Hello, Tom. We should recording again. Yes, we should. Because <laughs> live you just stream live something. on the Watch Bellow channel on Twitch and soon on YouTube. YouTube.com <laughs> slash we don't have a name we yet. Don't Please <laughs> give us a name because we can upload anything until we know how to call it. <laughs> Tom just showed me something that is I'm still processing. I'm not I'm not quite here. You you do hear me, but it's only the voice. It's only a physical phenomenon. My spirit is somewhere else in the VR world. I don't know. What did we watch, Bella? <sighs> we Tell watched the a video of a guy. I don't even know his name. What's his name? Uh, Disrupt. Well, the YouTube channel is Disrupt. Go check out his channel and especially the video called I spent a week in VR headset. Here's what happened. And I feel like just by watching this clip, which is 16 minutes and 59 seconds long, I felt as if he was pulling me into the world that he was mm. showing us. And yeah, yeah you, you, you had a reason why you showed it to me. So maybe I, I'll, I'll throw the back ball back sure. to you first. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, um, well, I have some, some, some things that, that I took away from this. Uh, but I'm actually interested to hear if you have any takeaways or if you need to think about it for a second, then I can start. Uh, but if you have anything that you're like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Feel free to uh, to go ahead with that. Uh, so I have I guess I, I would say I have one positive and one negative thing. The general positive thing or oh, I have a couple. But the first thing that I thought was what an amazing idea. Wow, yeah. I love that he experimented in the right direction and he, he asked the right, right questions. Negative thing that, that I have is I categorically disagree with something he says in the middle and I forgot, forgot how he phrased it, but it, it was something like, uh, I, I have to rewatch it to actually find out but it, it, i was like it was super strong where i was like oh no i totally disagree and it was something like it was romanticizing the vr world as if it's like a utopia you can build if you want to and i was like no it's not true absolutely not true but okay yeah. and what do you mean by utopia what did he do you know in what context or what did he mean do you know it was something as if he was saying that you can, you know, be wherever you want and it's as if you stand there and, and stuff oh, like right, that. Oh, right, right. With, the, felt, with the Google Earth. Yeah, 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 something like that in that area, something like this. Mm. And like, um, oh, no, yo, yo, okay. So the thing is, and he even corrected himself in the video. So he said... Um, so it's something like, yeah, you can be so creative. You have all the tools, you can create whatever you want. And I was like, yeah, if you're creative and if you already know about the creative tools and experimenting and everything, but normal people who never touched, you know, any, any creative tool, may it be a pencil, you know, or a brush or Photoshop or whatever, they will not know what to do. They will have bl blank paper syndrome. Do you know the blank paper syndrome? Well, you're, I can imagine what it is. <laughs> okay yeah you're, you're just nodding we <laughs> i can i can imagine yeah sure but i mean i can imagine what it is yeah 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 so that's the the thing so but he also yeah. said in the video that it's very hard to get inspired you know yes. in the virtual world yeah i like this video very much because it's uh critical it has it, it it's it felt as if he was romanticizing but he's not he he actually you know the arguments that i had against him he brought himself this is why i like it a lot and even in the in the end i mean do we give it away shall we just say his conclusion or do we well yeah sure i mean if we said the we said what the video is people can go and watch it and pause the podcast if they want to and uh come back after for the you know for our thoughts on it because i think that's what we should we should talk about here mm. um you know so uh one thing that well i guess i wanted to tell you one, one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you about this video is of course because you know it's about technology and I, I was really thinking about you. This would be right up your, your alley because you are both critical and very uh, positive about, uh, you know, tech at the same time, especially mm. technology like this. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the main takeaways for me from this video was uh, when he said it is very easy to find your tribe or make friends in the mm -hmm. virtual world mm -hmm. and communicating with people is also different 
because it feels like you're there with them, you know, because you are put in the context of, okay, I'm in this world. I can look around and there's another guy and he's in this world with me and he's also surrounded by this world. But let me tell you something about this experience because I had a VR glass uh, last year, you know, was part, part of my university studies and I did the same thing he did, not a full week long, but over a year, every now and then I tried a new app and I entered the VR chat world and I got bullied. I was cyber bullied by Russian kids. I don't know why, what they were talking about, but I could feel, yeah. I could feel by, by the tone and how they were talking to yeah. me and everything. I knew they were bullying me. <laughs> like, but it, it also, it also feels way more personal, right? This is, yes. this is exactly what I mean. It, yeah. is, <laughs> it is very interesting how it works, like how our brain works, that we're in the same physical space. It looks like for mm -hmm. us as someone else. Mm -hmm. that it's much easier to connect with them on any level, right? Even mm -hmm. in a negative way, but also in a positive way. Because otherwise, when you see someone on the internet through on a screen, like he said, mm -hmm. you're looking through a window. So yeah. it's, it's different than actually being in the same space it looks like for a brain. So mm, um, an, another interesting takeaway from this, well, a takeaway, it's, it, it's a, a podcast actually that uh, a friend of mine discovered. Alexander mm -hmm. Taylor Barrett, and he also showed me this channel. Shout out to Alex. Definitely. ATB.media. Uh, he found a uh, podcast that is being recorded in VR. So mm. this is to me a very interesting concept that I also wanted to talk to you about. Mm. Of course, it's been done, so already it's an old idea, but it's a cool I, I idea. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, you know, but it's a cool I, idea that because you connect on a different level with people, so your conversation could also be different because of that you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah one one quick thing about creativity and it's been done and stuff because i tend to do the same thing do you know the famous quote of i think it was pablo picasso who said it do you uh, do you know his one of his most no. famous quotes no one of his most if he was the guy we have to google it and whatever but well i'll just throw it sure. out he said good uh, great artists copy and marvelous artists steal have you <laughs> heard that quote before i haven't heard it Okay, so what, what, what do you think of that quote? Why, why do you think it's so <laughs> popular and famous and whatever? Uh, wait, can you repeat? Great artists copy and marvelous artists steal? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well or let, let's just say good artists copy, great artists steal. Okay, okay, whatever. okay. Uh, well, it, it's a it's, it's hard one. I mean, I guess it, it, also, it makes sense because you, you, I guess you steal inspiration is taking parts, you know, that we, we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's taking parts of what you see and forming your taste and taking that and using that in your own way. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if I would call that stealing, but yeah, sure. I understand what it means. Yeah. So I don't care if this podcast has been done. We can even do it because even if I try to repl replicate exactly what you do, it will look different because it's my hand doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even you know, even if, if it's the exact same painting, it will have kind of my essence in it, or it will have your essence. Sure. And that makes it your art and my art, even if it looks the same. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing I I believe uh, in art is the intention, or you know, the the question or the the statement it's either a question or a statement you either want to ask something or you want to say something and that can never be the same thing yeah so yeah sure but back to your podcast in vr recording you, you, yeah, you to I mean, I, I wanted just to talk about you about about just that concept even of just like connecting with people in vr how that how that feels different I guess you've experienced that as well with with the VR chat thing. I have experienced it, but the thing is, I know people don't know that, and I don't strike people like that. But I am an extremely shy person. Um, I am extremely shy, and I don't like to. I mean, I can do it. I have the skills, and it's a thing that I trained and learned. But in VR, I felt like no, I don't want to. I don't know why they <laughs> you, were you like. You felt shy. They, they all knew each other and I was like, I don't fit in here. It's not my world, it's their world and I don't yeah. belong here. So yeah. I, 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 I couldn't kind of uh, get into the VR 
thing. And it was my job, my, my no, assignment to actually find out about these things. And I didn't do it. I just didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I but tried I, it. And yeah. it was... But I think with people that you can have a conversation with, it could be powerful. It could be. And I, after watching this, I am back on board. And I was like, oh, shit, I already gave it back, like the VR glasses. Yeah. Now I actually want to try it again. <laughs> right. Me too. I, I actually, you know, the funny thing is I wanted, I saw these Oculus Rifts uh, quests. This is the glasses uh, that I use yeah. uh, in, in, in an electronic shop one day. And I was like, I think I'm going to buy it. And then all of a sudden my professor comes along and is like <laughs> uh, giving this course with 3D like two months later. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to uh, uh, sign up for this. And then he even gave us the glasses to take away for almost a year. Mm. Um so one thing that I want to say is buying VR glasses is not a great idea at the moment because every year a new version comes out, which is way, way better. It's like as if a new G uh, RTX 3090 comes out every year. <laughs> it's not worth your money. It's expensive. And next year you you're going to wish to have waited for another year. So at the moment, but I, I also tried VR chat one day on the desktop. PC and it's not comparable, absolutely not comparable. And I told you before we started recording that I, I tried um, uh, Phasmophobia with Yusuf, Professor Voigt, shout out to Professor Voigt, check out his Instagram. Professor Voigt, tell us your Instagram so they, they can follow you. Yusuf Bader, B-A-D-R, I think, dot, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, okay, this horror game in VR, I, I think my, weak nerves would probably not take it. I, I would probably not be able to, to, to play because that game. Because you're in here. it then. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah. the sound is already so compelling that it's scary. But so uh, I have mixed feelings about VR. I remember this, this uh, yoga session. This was very interesting. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. Let's take, let's take a moment to, to read the chat and we'll go, we'll go on to the yoga session. Mm -hmm. um, Ozozon says, I think kind of this feeling as also maybe uh, all people even get their TV in the 60s, the whole world in a box in their living room, just very limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's the thing with things that feel like infinite possibilities. It, mm. It's infinite, but it's nothing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Professor Void says, I'm extremely susceptible to VR headsets. Even the cheapest stuff tricks my brain into thinking it's real. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the thing is, I remember the first time I put on a VR headset, it was crazy, especially with these Oculus Quest things where you can actually grab stuff yeah. with the controllers. They are so good with a small trick. It's just a button at your ring finger, but you can grab stuff and it feels good or you can point and, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Very well done. No, no, it's, it's a good point. <laughs> Um, Akira says it's even worse than that. All VR glasses that have come out since 2012 until now, oh, it's still considered first generation until they surpass 110 degree uh, or 110 viewing degree and super high mm -hmm. resolution. It's still first gen. So Akira says that VR isn't ready yet. Basically. Yeah, uh, this is also true. I, mm -hmm. um, I did my research and I went to convention, VR conventions and everything. And I know about a couple of startups. I met them um at special events and talk to them and, and stuff so i think i don't know if it was 4k or uh, 4k or 6k but i saw a super high resolution um vr glass but it was still a prototype which was only presented to like vr specific audiences and it's not ready out there so i think uh it can it can be done it will be done in the future uh, I believe right now it's just too expensive and not meant to be there because I think the investors are testing how, you know, they can invest into, into this world and technology and everything. And this is why all the worlds are being built. But Tom, since we're already talking about VR worlds, building podcasts, uh, VR chat and everything, have you heard about Project uh, Horizon by Facebook? Uh, I think I've heard of it, but I'm not sure what it is exactly. Can you okay, I'm gonna pull up me? this. I'm gonna pull up the the trailer, and we're gonna watch the trailer because it's not long. It's like okay, one okay. or two minutes. Sure, uh, sure. Facebook Horizon. I think I've shown it before. So it's a virtual yeah, world. Yes. Made by uh, Facebook. 
made by Facebook. Exactly. So here it is. Yeah. It's one minute, 32 seconds long. Beyond our world, there's another world. And it's right here. On my face. <laughs> Welcome. This is Horizon. Think of me as your guide slash self-appointed spokes avatar here to show you around. You know, Horizon is filled with possibilities. You can play stuff, make stuff, fly stuff. Whoa! Really love the stash, Stuart. What up, Stuart? <laughs> Wait, I want a mustache. Horizon oh is about rules or limits <laughs> or pants. Or people telling you not to fly an airplane while drinking your fresh ground, fair trade, French press morning coffee through a curly straw. Isn't that right, Debbie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about getting out there and trying new things, uh, making your mark, making friends with an Australian named Mark. Oh, actually, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> and you can even build a world of your own, like laser tag moon landing. Okay. Or this islandy place with these cutie patooties. In Horizon, the world is your lobster. Isn't it oyster? That too. So come, join us. A never-ending, ever-changing world beyond your world is waiting. Debbie gets it. Okay. <laughs> what, what what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I mean, actually, I think it's cool. Uh, it's mm. kind of like a a, a a properly made VR chat. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I think it's like a it's like a VR chat. Of course, I mean, being from Facebook, anything that Facebook makes at this point, everybody's gonna raise an eyebrow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think you know it's it's you know it's Oculus and. Uh, I, I can understand that Facebook themselves want to make an experience for their own product. So it makes sense for them to do this. Um, yeah. yeah, I just don't I just don't buy it. You know, the thing is, look at the, the, the advertising for all the only audio audio listeners. Um, the advertising has two layers. One layer is the real world where the our narrator is speaking to us wearing glasses we never see her face which is also something to notice and then the other the other layer is the vr world which is cell shaded very like low poly 3d finished looks good but and cleaned up and everything they try them their best to make it look good but it's so colorful it looks childish it looks so mm -hmm. super friendly like you can never hurt yourself That's whatever you, you you know and the thing is, it, there's a, 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 a mismatch because the person who's talking to us is a grown woman. She looks like a mother. Where are the children? Like her husband is doing the dishes or cleaning the dishes or whatever. And, and she is experimenting this world and showing how amazing this life is. It's like in advertising for the children who live right now for the time when they grow up like you know like this is what they wish to to become like well when i'm grown up grown up i want to be in vr you know, <laughs> yeah i, I want to fly fly a plane in vr <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's stupid because it doesn't the grown make sense. Ups, yeah you're right the grown-ups i know like people my age or even older they they most of the time they put it on and like mm-hmm ah okay so oh oh this is interesting and they played for five minutes and then they pull it off and have something more important to do so i i don't yeah. buy it I, who are they I, I targeting here yeah they this is exactly the question <laughs> who are they targeting they are trying to sell it to the wrong audience with the wrong clip obviously it's like i don't know i don't know bad yeah, job that, that's mostly about the advertisement <laughs> like what about the world itself like what do you what do you think they want to what, what's the goal here of um, this world that they're making of course, it's the evolution of social media. And that mm. makes total sense because um, in the video of the, the other guy, I forgot his name already. Um, he, one of his friends or his VR friends is also mentioning it. Like the, 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 the danger or wait, well, not the danger. Well, just the fact that everything you do in VR is calculated and stored on a server. And can thus be be be, be tracked and analyzed mm -hmm. and so 
well, I don't know what, what, what's, this is a very high price. What's the benefit? What do I get for that? You know, I give you everything. I give you my everything, you know, how I move, how fast, mm. you know, everyone, you know, what's interesting. Everyone has their own unique heartbeat, you know, and we move in that heartbeat. Our steps are, are, are kind of in sync with our own rhythm. It comes from our mother when we're in the womb and we hear our uh, her heart and whatever, all that stuff. And they have it. We don't even know about that, but they know. They know how fast we move and why we move, what kind of music we like, because that's also something like well, why we like specific music and everything has yeah. to do with our heart. Mm -hmm. And they know all of these things that we don't know, so they can sell us the things we don't we like without knowing why we like it, but mm -hmm. they do. Mm -hmm. So what's the benefit? What do I get for, for giving them my soul? Right. Like, like literally giving them my soul. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are, you're probably right. It's probably is an evolution of social media and this, the evolution of, you know, tracking our movements. And I think also, you know, um, what we choose within that world will also mm -hmm. probably teach them a lot about mm -hmm. who we are <laughs> as I mean, people right and it's um there's one more thing oh yeah so her this this also you know it's it's kind of interesting because it's it's a it's kind of a twist right because current social media uh, mm -hmm. especially things like facebook are very real you know they're mm -hmm. about your real life and yes. this seems to be the complete opposite this this seems to be like you whatever you want to be or something mm -hmm. like that and maybe you know they can get some different data from that or what you aspire to be. And then based off of that, give you some advertisements or mm -hmm. it, it's probably and something like that. Right. The, the, the funny thing is, you know, we're, we're both 90s kids, right? You're a 90s yes. kid too. Yeah. So when we were young, we used to watch 80s movies. Right. And in these 80s movies, we, we always saw these malls where, where they had VR glasses and we were waiting for that stuff. When is it already coming? I remember myself saying when PlayStation 2 was out, I was like, look at the graphics. Why do we have graphics like this? But we still don't have the VR glasses like we used to see in the old movies. And now it's here and I'm like, no, go away. I don't need you. I, I like having my POV perspective behind the screen because the price is too high. It's, mm. it's just too high. If we had a kind of the, the question is, I see I see this world coming and it's funny that we talk about this because last year I did VR in my like my in my studies. My topic was VR and this year my topic is a uh, not AR, AI. So artificial yep. intelligence and VR go hand in hand and uh, because kind of if you if you combine if you create a virtual world and if you combine it with ai what what would happen what would it make you know and i like that in this video of the guy i spent one week in vr chat or in the vr world he always has metrics uh, uh, uh quotes playing in the back mm -hmm. you know uh, are you mr anderson and you can't die because i love you and everything i'm i'm a matrix fan so, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. he he asks uh, subliminally he's asking very important philosophical questions and also political questions what what does it mean if we would all live in a vr world look at our world right now we have a global pandemic where we have a more or less global lockdown we are all trapped behind our screens more and more people are going and moving into the home office and uh, those who are ready like you and me look at our setups we are ready for that that's not a problem we 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 benefit from this situation but imagine what does it mean if we would all be in a vr world first before we can actually implement these worlds with um that we treat like only a game world it's not only a game world as soon as you can interact in it and if you can bully people and if you can you know give possibilities and access to some groups and and, and restrict it to others then it becomes political 
So actually we would need to have politics in these worlds, but they try to be anything but politics. It's the same thing that we see with live content, streaming, uh, YouTube content. Everything goes as long as, uh, as it's not political. Look at what happened with Trump right now. Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that's another topic we should, we should get into. Yeah. Uh, let, let, <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about this actually, uh, mm -hmm. but let, let's continue a little bit on this on this VR train, I guess, uh, because Akira is saying some interesting stuff in the chat, I think, mm -hmm. because yeah. he's saying, uh, what if all that data, when you put it next to medical research on genetic disease, suddenly it makes it obvious who can get a dangerous disease, but we can treat it before it happens. Uh, you know, that's value. Uh, why do you think... Uh, our data is so valuable for ourselves. Not sharing it makes it useless. We uh, didn't use it for anything before the internet was invented. Maybe this is the greater purpose of the internet, to share our humanity globally for the betterment of all mankind. That's what Akira X36 is saying here in the chat box, just to make it clear for, for the people out there. Um, it's an interesting proposition, right? Because you're clearly on the opposite camp. Uh, so my question to you would be, you say it's a big price to pay. Right. Mm -hmm. But people around the globe with social media, because it's free for us, but we're paying with our data. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But what is what is the big price to pay for you? Right. And mm -hmm. why is that important to you or why is that an, a big implication for so you my personally? Question, yeah. My answer will be in, in a form of a question. And it's, it's a small question. My question to you and also to you, Akira, what do you believe is free will or do you even believe in free will and i think that by giving away the data um, and not being able to collect data you create this kind of disproportionate reality where you are powerless and you become a slave of the system uh, necessarily because you are dependent on the system which has everything in their hands like virtual hands and you can virtually do nothing you can ask you are becoming someone who has to kind of beg like please computer create a world for me where i can be a bus driver and if the computer says no what are you going to do imagine you start out i'm going to paint a dystopian scenario you start out in the first year in a beautiful horizon but then the one who is building the world decides to kind of, you know, darken everything or, you know, turn off the light. Imagine you, you, you well, whatever, it's just a server. It's not, the, the world is not in your glass. It's somewhere where you don't even know where it is. Like you don't know if it's in, in Europe, in Asia, in, in, in North America, in, in, if it's in South Africa, you don't even know. You don't even know who is building the world. They give you tools like, okay, you can plant a tree, but you know, that that's basically it. And this, this so-called freedom they sell you is an Orwellian uh, uh, slavery. Honestly, it's, it's like if you watch the movie 1984 or read the book by George Orwell, uh, you're going to see they change the, 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 the terminology. They say freedom is slavery or, or vice versa, something like this. And this is kind of the same thing hidden in a beautiful advertising. Mm. So I'm very contra uh, yeah, against yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you keep, you keep amazing me with your answers, man. You're you're like you keep amazing me how smart you actually are you, you don't really you, you don't even know it from yourself but you're actually really freaking smart because you know that was like that's a really good insight i think to 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 the problem especially with the free will um mm -hmm. thing is mm -hmm. actually i didn't even connect those two things at all mm -hmm. so but it's very interesting that you say that because obviously with advertising we are being literally manipulated that's what advertising is they're trying to manipulate exactly. you into making a purpose into wanting something yes. and into getting it and it's um, like a, um, um, that is you, you know seducing. manipulating free it's seducing mm -hmm. you you know yeah. and, and that's, that's the thing that's better than I, than forcing your hand exactly <laughs> because you you feel like you're making the choice <laughs> you're pushing the the donkey in the direction it wants to move anyways <laughs> like you hold a carrot in front of its nose and right on his back and the thing is they're like hey it's like to me you know somebody's jumping on my back and telling me where to go like whatever let's say um you can have any any examples like 
basic basic needs like food okay let's say somebody loves chocolate somebody jumps on my back and goes like i know where the chocolate spring is want to go there and i'm the stupid guy who's like oh yeah okay let's move <laughs> it's so stupid what are um, we waiting for yeah exactly exactly jump on <laughs> let me walk let me do the walking <laughs> like oh you want to create a world let me create the world for you you want to create a prison ah why why you can't have my flat to take my apartment <laughs> it's already built <laughs> yeah so i think it's the problem is the problem is i think these technologies are amazing and i do agree with you akira it is that so that we are the future but we don't have the tools in our hands we are in the hands of the tools and that's the way we have to see it and say it because if the tools were in our hands then we would have the code but it's not an open source code it's never an open source code look at i want to give you one example one example is um a a new artificial intelligence model called gpt3 which made made uh, like made huge waves uh, the last ha uh, half year and the thing is this okay i have to demonstrate it i have to demonstrate it sorry for leaving our space but this is crazy i think i showed it to you haven't i tom uh so the 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 the, the, the crazy thing is the company is called open ai okay mm -hmm. yep. so it's called openai.com and they have a new a model called doll e like wally but with d and this is crazy good i don't know if i showed it to you i think i i showed it haven't i uh dolly not no i don't think you've showed this one okay so, so it's openai.com the blog and it's the doll dash e exactly thank you for filling in the info so you can give a text prompt for example an illustration of a baby daikon radish in a tutu walking the dog <laughs> and this is what the ai is creating yeah yeah the ai is an armchair in the shape of an avocado and the ai is creating these images a storefront that has the word open ai written on it this is crazy not only that let me bring up more 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 interesting examples it creates 3d example uh, renderings of Omer, the philosopher or whatever it can it was trained on they say the whole internet of course that's not quite true but so much data that this model is now capable of creating code programming and everything like it's so powerful but the thing is the the, the, the funny funny thing about this is it's called open ai they call it a open source project and it's not open you have no access to it there is a limited a group of people like four or five i don't know how many people of ten thousands who want to actually try it out and see like look under the hood mm. only a, a a selected um a group of people can actually use this tool so what does it do it, it means that you know uh, some people are basically have the philosopher's stone in their hands while we ask them to create gold for us like why why do we need gold anyways gold is a payment thing well was used for as a payment thing right okay of course you can use gold in so many ways for for luxury for technology for whatever but most of the time if you think of gold you're thinking of gold as a payment thing where you can give gold to get something why would we need gold if we could just create it and this is what is happening with the vr world and with the ai uh, yeah ai world where we kind of um we we we, we kind of turn ourselves into slaves like matrix has said said how, how long 20 years ago like it's it's mm -hmm. it's it's not it's it to me it's extremely scary to be honest because we are walking i see ourselves walking directly into hell like oh yeah it's fun woo <laughs> cool <laughs> it's dangerous it's very dangerous yeah um this is this is hard to wrap my hand around <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, will yeah, be I honest. see akira it's, is also asking like why are you a slave if you yeah, share i your think data? you already explained mm -hmm. that though yeah because I, because it's you're a slave because they're steering your free will so mm -hmm. you're not i mean i wouldn't really call it slavery as such but i mean it's definitely they're definitely um using your data 
using what they know about you, which is a lot, a lot of, you know, metadata about you. And they can, you know, show you things that makes you, that there's research about this, right, that they've done that, mm-hmm. you know, steers your brain into a certain direction that they want you to go in, that somebody has paid for, right? Somebody has paid for your brain, they target you specifically, and somebody's paying and they're saying, I want this person's brain to go into this direction. And it can go to, into any direction. It can be products to buy. It can be politicians, because we know that politicians are on Facebook and they do advertising. So they, you know, anyone with money now has the power to manipulate the minds of the masses. And I think that is the point that, 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 you know, Bello is trying to make here. And I do follow him in that direction uh, to a point. I don't also think it's going to be a complete dystopia. I think mm-hmm. technology can help us in many ways. And I think Bello thinks that too. Um, yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, there, like you said, with the, the medical thing, I think that's totally a valid argument. But I do understand what he's saying, right? You're saying, mm-hmm. uh, Kira is saying now in the chat, was the alternative in a large scale? Are we all alert to future that is not correct? Or is it inevitable that it has to go somewhere? So our best option is to focus on the free market as as much as possible. Can manipulate you through the ver- variation is so large, it's actually natural order. But is it natural order though? Because you have some people, you know, that have... I'll, you know, natural. a lot of resources that are that are steering. Is it is it natural order? You know, I don't know if that's natural order because when you have the resources, you have the power to, you know, steer masses into a certain direction. And we're asking the critical question: you know, is that a good thing mm-hmm. or not? Uh, that's what we're asking, right? Yeah. So he's asking, what is the alternative? And this is the beautiful question. Exactly. That's this is also the same question that we are having, because it's um, it's kind of to, to be honest. Okay, I'm 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 being very pessimistic today. I know, but Tom is going to be the optimist, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Um, so I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna just say that from my point of view, it's already too late. Uh, to be honest, we we are so used to our to to our ways of living that we can't really change it. Improvement is going to happen. Technology is improving so fast. We are always kind of behind because technology is most of the time released when it's already everything has been done and tested, and then they sell it to you. And we see it like Apple introduced the face scanner. It's a biometric scanner of your face. Do you know what that means? It's like, uh, yeah, well, we don't hack your device and everything, but it is possible. Only because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not possible. Look at the fappening. They said iCloud is safe. No, you can store all your data for us uh, with us. And then all of a sudden, well, we got all your, your naked pics and all your celebrities. Look at this web sh- website. You can see everything. And then they, they, they act as if it was a one-time thing. Look at how many banks are being hacked. Like, you know, we don't talk about it because banks are safe and everything. But the thing is, um, it was weak passwords. It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, um, it's not about, 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 about being hack, hacked or not. It's about the idea that we have that our system is safe and nothing is going to happen. So it is a hack, but it's not a technical hack it's a social engineering hack this is what we're talking about look at what facebook is doing look at cambridge analytica look at how trump got elected president of the united states and look at what is happening right now so the consequences they are we already see what is happening because of the technology that we have accepted and introducing even more intrusive technology what do we think is going to happen like what this this is why i'm saying okay i see there's a high price that i'm supposed to pay and i'm asking what is the benefit in what way will it actually improve my life because um i don't really see that we need it i see that we want it and i ask do we need it do and then i ask 
do we why do we want it do we really want it or was it sold to us was it presented to us in an advertising that was very compelling and gave us a an amazing idea and if you want to know what i'm referring to is there's a beautiful movie uh, with tom cruise called minority report that asked the same question where he's a did, did you see it tom no i have not okay so the the quick plot uh anyone who doesn't want to know what it's about turn it off for 10 seconds or not, whatever, mute the, the audio for 10 seconds. It's a, a, a policeman, a future policeman who is, uh, they are kind of using AI technology. There are savants um, who can predict crime and they use these savants, connect them to a hyper computer. And so they say, see a crime happening before it actually happens, like 20 minutes before it happens mm -hmm. or whatever. So they prevent crime and they uh, um, they 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 can convict convict criminals before they committed the crime because the the savants are like 100% accurate. But then the police officer finds a minor a a a a a prediction of himself killing somebody. Now what? Now he is fleeing and trying to change the outcome because he says like, no, they are not 100% accurate. There's this so-called minority report like this. It's only a 99% uh, probability. <laughs> and now he's trying to go for the 0.01%. And it's like the system can change on you. Like the benefit that we see is... I don't I don't think what we that we really need it. If we look at ourselves as human beings, um, I think I'm asking the question of where are we going and why do we want to create this perfect machine um, machine God? Why do we want to have a machine God? Because this is kind of what I, I see what what is happening. The, the question is, if it's a system, if it's a machine, someone has to operate it. And who is, because we can, is not enough for me, to be honest, sorry, Akira, but it's not enough. Only because I can kill you doesn't mean I should do it. I can. Mm. Physically, yeah, I can. You, you like, can't I, use I, that course. as a blanket statement, for yeah, sure. Of but, course. But, but one, one thing I want to I wanna get to you, though, is mm. also what he said before is mm -hmm. you, you, we said we have we've established that you know we can use this technology to steer people in a certain direction that mm -hmm. we want right that's possible mm -hmm. at this point but it was also it, the a good point that i think he made is that it can also empower the opposition so mm -hmm. if everybody has that power then you know it it is you know it cancels each other out i guess that's the point that he's trying to make but mm. i don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> yet yeah, and I think that the, the problem at the moment, so the, the biggest race that is happening in the back right now is the, the, the race for quantum su supremacy, right? Between the Googles and I don't know who, is, who else is building. D-Wave is building quantum computers and everything. For anyone who doesn't know about quantum computers, look it up. Quantum computers is a very important thing for our world right now in our future world. And even more important than these things that we're looking at AI and VR and uh, all that stuff, but they all go hand in hand. It's about the the possibilities with in this cheap Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, they say with big power comes big responsibility. And I'm asking who is responsible? Who is going to take the responsibility? Who is going to be the operator? And how are we going to decide on that? All of these questions have to be answered first before these technologies get implemented. The biggest uh, philosophical dilemma about uh, self-driving cars, for example, is when a car has to decide whether to kill, um, like, let's mm -hmm. say, three adults or one kid, how is the car going to decide and what is going to be the right decision, for example, if, you know, let's say there's an accident supposed to happen. And I say we haven't answered these questions, but we start to move into these worlds. And this is not a good thing because in these worlds you have no rights, you know, because they are virtual worlds. Like they, they the, the rights are what the programmers decide. And um, since it's not a real world, it's not your physical world, uh, your physical body that is taking harm, only your, you know, your imagination. You can't even, you know, 
how I said it, I was cyber bullied by some Russian kids. It's okay. They were just children. Okay. So I, I'm not that sensitive, but imagine they, 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 they were playing the blue whale game with me and forced me to commit suicide. You know, this would be a, a, a way, way different scenario in VR or in real world, you know, in VR, it's like, Hey, it's just a game. I'm shooting people in Fortnite as well. It's just a game. It's not where, where's the problem, but the repercussions can they will affect you in real life and i'm saying um the these technologies are moving too fast if you just think about processing power i think i i forgot i forgot i i forgot how fast our brain processing power is but this is what elon musk is working on like how fast is the fastest internet connection right now tom you, you know that stuff right well uh i don't know what the fastest internet like connection that, is right now it's probably something that is... google is using but i mean you have gigabit and you have probably 10 gig i mean it, mm -hmm. it depends the fastest internet is the fastest wire standard that there is right now i think you have 100 gig you have 400 gigabits because you can pair them together in, in four in four strands so i think it's like it has to be 400 gigabit is the fastest network speed right now i believe mm -hmm. and yes. i think the, the the brain processing power i forgot the the the, the actual, actual number but it's something like 40 40 bits or whatever like i don't know but it's not it's not even comparable i'm trying to google it uh on the side but i i can't really find it um so the thing is like this is you have to imagine as if you're walking in slow motion you know, like ultra slow motion, or you're thinking in ultra slow motion while these systems do calculations like extremely fast. So it's it's impossible. Ah, okay. Forty forty four dot two terabits per seconds. Is that the fastest um internet connection right now? Uh, probably not. That's I, I think that might be the brain. <laughs> or it might but, be the fastest internet connection. Wait, but gigabit 10 gigabits is is not as much as 44 terabits is it and uh, there's somebody who who talked about it i think in a ted talk and maybe we're gonna we, yeah. this is gonna be a, a topic for a different day but what i'm trying to say is that um the 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 the, the consequences that the potential risks are so so far away from what we can imagine mm -hmm. that i say um it's a very interesting ex experiment it's i think it's good that this guy in the video asks the right question what does it do to us and he even concludes with well there's something about nature that we don't we don't see sorry we don't see we don't hear we kind of feel it and this is something we can replicate so what will it do i would like to see you know somebody who does it for a year i i don't want to see it because it's going to be probably dangerous for your psyche but you know mm -hmm. um and i think you know once we have started and actually you know if we actually decide to move into that world going back is kind of impossible imagine going back to non-smartphone world it's it's impossible it's 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 impossible it's just you know yeah i i think um there there's one more thing i want to i want to talk to you about Mm -hmm. uh we're we're about we're at uh 48 minutes now so we have about 12 minutes left so this is a topic that we we started before but we wanted to get into and that's mm -hmm. the uh the trump thing with uh you know the uh the apps getting shut down <laughs> and uh things like that wow uh you know i have some serious <laughs> like doubts about this um where you know there was this app called what was Parler. it called again parlor which mm. is now being uh shut down by big tech because um because uh the main reason i believe it was please correct me if i'm wrong but the main reason was that it's uh there's a lot of trump supporters gathering on that platform right and mm -hmm. the fear is that uh there's going to be a violent uprising being organized there or you mm -hmm. know being influenced there and that's why uh they shut it down or took it off the the app store while the owners of the app don't really have anything to do with that i believe mm -hmm. i mean I, I don't know if that's true but i mean that's what i imagine mm -hmm. um uh, while 
at the same time, there are apps like, for example, Telegram, which I use, mm -hmm. which is uh, a really good uh, messaging platform um, that is known for its privacy. Also, things like Signal, you know, any kind of privacy oriented uh, messaging app is also known to be used by, for example, you know, terrorists to organize mm -hmm. and to, you know, exchange messages securely. And those apps are totally fine. So this is kind of a weird contradiction to me. Why they? Yes. Why you know when they're taking this thing down mm -hmm. with this implication? So I mean, what is your thoughts about that? Uh, for me, it's it's really strange mm -hmm. that they're making this decision <laughs> to I take think, this down. I think really strange is the best way to put it because the thing is we don't have enough information. That's true. I think this is exactly the danger of our times. There's so much misinformation, and my honestly, my biggest problem is fact checkers at the moment because mm -hmm. who appointed them fact checkers why do i trust them i don't know them you know if instagram for example there was one one thing i remember one thing i saw um i didn't i didn't i don't even remember what it was you know because it only happened one time or maybe twice and then i was like okay i don't know what's happening i saw something someone uh, was Sam saying something critical in the beginning of COVID about the COVID situation. And it wasn't, it wasn't a conspiracy theory or whatever. It was just critical. And I sent it to someone in my private chat uh, on Instagram. And then I got notified that I just shared, um, what was it like, uh, fake news or whatever. And this was deleted. And I was like, okay, okay. I didn't in know a that I'm message? not in my private message what the fuck? and i was like okay that's a little too far even if <laughs> i want to share conspiracy theories they should they have nothing to say like why are you reading what i'm talking to somebody yeah like who are you why are you checking if what i'm saying is correct so the thing is now what you said about parlor is i think how I understand it and what I read is that this guy who, who, who founded Parler is a big Trump supporter. So mm. I, we don't know how how big a supporter he is. We don't know. Which isn't hidden. the devil, technically. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. equal he's the devil. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we don't know anything. We don't know anything. But what I say is it gives these uh, private this is what is important. They are private technology companies yep. and they get way too powerful mm. to dictate our um, our opinions. Because if I cannot say that I do not like it because they say it's forbidden to say it, they are censoring me effectively. Yes. And look at what Facebook and Instagram introduced with their shadow banning. I think I think Google started it. I don't think Facebook started it. I think Google started it with upvoting, you know, more relevant search results. But I think uh, Facebook perverted it in something, something very strange. As you say, it's like, it's super strange. Mm -hmm. Look at what they did. The president of the United States of America is still, I mean, he's still, um, oh, thank you for cheering, Akira. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's still, the president like they call the president of america most of the time the most powerful world, man in the world and he's not allowed to have a yeah. social media profile what does it mean it means that the social media companies mm. are more powerful than the most powerful man yes, in the world exactly that means that <laughs> no man in the world can do anything not even if you're the president i don't even to me the president of america is not the strongest most powerful sure, man in yeah. the world you know but but this is the official way of how we talk about <laughs> it and effectively you know they, he has he is very powerful yeah. and now look at what is happening i don't know i'm not an american i don't know about joe biden or trump or who is right or who's wrong it's worldwide as well <laughs> like, yes <laughs> it's affecting all of us yeah why is it affecting us all and where can we actually fact check? What what if Trump says something or Biden says something that I say is not true? How can I say, hey, this isn't true, mm -hmm. censor it? I have no power. This is a great example of what I'm tr trying to say. I have no no button. You remember the Facebook 
introduced the dislike button at a time and then yeah. removed it again. Yeah. So I can't even say I don't like it. I don't know if they. Uh, I don't. I haven't had Facebook for for a long time. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't, uh, But you know, all of these things. It's like mm -hmm. you can say wow. you're angry, but that's you know still pretty pretty neutral. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not angry. But no, 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 I, I, no, no. Sorry, uh, uh, I know okay. what you mean. But uh, <laughs> I mean. I mean. Yeah. I'm very I've, passionate I've, about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> but I've I've also heard people you know talking about how what Trump is doing uh, is. Uh, if we, you know, if they give keep giving him a platform, it will mm. turn into a dictatorship. Mm. But <laughs> I feel like we're already in a dictatorship, but not from not from exactly. Trump, but it's from so the big from big tech. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the thing is, it's so contradictory that they say they want to defend democracy by censoring other people's yeah. voices. <laughs> exactly. It's it, to me, it's uh, you know, I talked about it in the beginning about the COVID idiots. You know, those yeah, anti-COVID yeah. <laughs> people who are. I'm like, hey, I don't have to to share their opinion, but mm -hmm. they should be able to just say it. I was a target of racism a lot in my life. I have, you know, a, a little darker skin than white people, and that might be a problem to some people. But I still think they should be able to just say what they want to say and use their hate speech because like this, yeah, they are at exactly. least out in the open. So I know how to defend myself from who, you know, I know yeah. who my enemy is. But if you just censor it, it will not go away. They will come from the back and I can't see them coming. This yep. is way more dangerous. It, it is more dangerous. And that is literally what democracy is, right? Yeah. Power to the people. And let the people decide mm -hmm. what yeah. is dumb or what is wrong or what is right. That is exactly. exactly what democracy is. Like censoring someone will literally backfire on them so yeah. hard. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm sure this year something's crazy going to happen with this situation. Yeah. This situation is not over. You've, yeah. you've seen how aggressive they were already yeah. were with, yes. the, with the attacks, even when he had a platform. And when they yeah. deplatform him, these people could become 10 times as passionate. Of and, course, because now they feel I mean, confirmed of that course. something is fishy. It's now something they feel now like they, know. they need to. Exactly. They need to. Like their fight is right now. They're already, you know they, yeah, they were already fighting for, for against fake news and the media. Yeah. And now yeah. it's big tech who's the who's the big yeah. the big villain. And yeah. you know, they should let democracy thrive because mm -hmm. you know that's the only way we can have we can have a democracy to to, I mean, to, 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 to let people form their own thoughts and you know and, and go from there. And if someone wants to be a complete idiot on social media, then people should make up their own mind about it. And sure there's and some there's some crazy people out there. But totally. that is also the, democracy. <laughs> yes, and the internet proves that, that this concept works. You know, look at Reddit, look at stuff. Yep. If somebody does something stupid, he gets roasted on exactly. the internet. Like people don't, we are not stupid. People are not stupid. And if you do something stupid, you will probably have repercussions and we, you will never do it again <laughs> because you'll get cyberbullied. So there's absolutely no need to have someone, a big tech who we don't know who is the chairman, who is the boss, who is calling the shots. There's no name on it. <laughs> we, know, we don't know anything. We just know it's forbidden. It's like, this is why I was against the masks. This is the only reason why I was against it because I was like, "Hey, I don't, I, I don't care if I, if I, if I have to wear a mask or not. It's just that I'm not being asked. It's being dictated to me." And I was like, "Hey, if we continue like this, then where, where does it end?" And now, it's, it's, it's like, I, I, I could have never believed that we go this far. Like, you know, before, before, you know, we had a. A, a reason you know a global pandemic we have to try our best to kind of contain whatever this is like not the best solution but this is the best we came we could come up with whatever but now what what the tech is doing is it's it's too powerful you know we used to say i don't know if you say it as well in belgium but in germany they said media is the fourth state power like the fourth government government mm. power sure because it's so powerful propaganda and all that stuff and i say social media has become the first of all the real fourth power but if we had four already then it's the fifth and it's the most powerful i think because so it's it's you know they can measure they this is their business model they say who do you want to target what do you want you want to improve yourselves okay give me that money i will make it happen they can you know do it with such um they are so sure about their success they know it's working
Why? And now it's just like, okay, we don't want you in our club, so you're out. Yeah. I I said when I heard that uh, Trump lo lost his Twitter account, I was like, ah, I think he's going to be assassinated probably. Like there's going to be like a coup d'etat or whatever uh, kind of thing. Because I don't know if you know about the, the, the I don't know how to call him. Uh, I think he's president of the Turkey, Erdogan. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was this coup d'etat, tried, attempted coup d'etat. And mm -hmm. the way he saved himself was he live streamed with uh, his phone and because he had this platform his supporters were, were there to, to to help him quickly enough if he hadn't had that technology it would have been very very you know they would have probably succeeded i don't know if it was right or wrong that he uh, survived this attack but i just say look what happened like trump is talking about founding his own 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 um uh social network but if you look at the media generally generally wherever he only did bad stuff his whole life he came and had horns already like you know it's like he's a human being he must have good pieces sides to him as well even if we don't see them and we don't see him because someone who who is you know deciding in these in these areas who i don't know doesn't want me to think good about him but this is this was media okay it's okay and then we have like he's talking very good about him he's talking we, he had fox news now yeah. everyone kicked him ditched him yeah 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 that's also interesting <laughs> to like, see that right uh, everyone right? who it's was a, supporting him is now suddenly yeah. like oh no <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's, it's all about their self-interest right it's every, yeah. always about what's good for them and yeah. <laughs> when the situation changes, they just like change yeah. their compass completely. Yeah. One yeah. all of a sudden, it's so interesting like, to see that. We, we said it from the beginning. I was never <laughs> for him. I I was only acting as if you know. Yeah. I, it's it's so hypocritical, and I honestly, I am very very fearful for for the upcoming times because yeah. you know if this continues, um, the only result i can see is a lot of fighting you know mm -hmm. because it's like everyone thinks that they are right because be, especially because of confirmation bias this is also a thing that this tech is doing they only feed you with what what you believe already so how can you develop critical thinking how can you find out that you are wrong yeah, if yeah, you yeah. only see what you what you they, they like, let you show you what you they, what they want you to see and they exactly. also show you what they want to see for you in your exactly. in your context based on what you put in there so exactly yeah. it's like you We're, know like someone sitting on my shoulder and telling me hey tom said that you know he said the n-word yeah I, I swear i heard it, heard it and then one one day one day you just say negative and i'm like hey 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 i heard you <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah we, we did pass the hour mark oh, so we, we, <laughs> we should uh round this off but yeah. uh i mean i mean i think the, the main takeaway of this last point is that i'm just scared for democracy in general and yeah. i think that indeed what you're saying is if you know democracy breaks down which is you know <laughs> starting to look like an almost a possibility uh mm -hmm. that is a very scary scary thought for me because yeah. they are doing this to not have a dictator but they're making themselves into a dictator which is the very scary part uh for me so uh and, yeah and uh, also I mean, they are taking away our possibilities to position ourselves yeah, because there's only exactly. one one side you can stand out uh, on uh, anymore you know it's like yeah, yeah because all the other info is not, not there at all the, yes, there's only exactly. info of one side and the other you know the other side yeah. is just it doesn't because exist anymore fact fact checkers of course yeah, because they don't lying. because they don't like that information or that opinion on there and therefore yeah. they steer us in, in a completely different direction which is i think it, i mean is it unprecedented that they do it so publicly maybe they've I been doing that behind the scenes but i don't think that it's happened before that they're I taking think, such yeah. a stance like this yeah this is such that's, a bold move. It's this a, is like it's a scary proposition that that's yeah. happening right now. You would only do that if you're absolutely sure that you can, you know, no, you will have no repercussions. You will have no, 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 no uh, negative. They're unbeatable. Feedback. Yeah, unbeatable. And exactly. that's very I scary. Think it's part of the strategy, and I think I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I think it's a bluff. 
they try it to make us believe it because if we believe it it's like if if the enemy thinks that you're unbeatable you are unbeatable mm -hmm. and this is what they what their strategy is in my eyes i don't know so i'm i'm curious i'm 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 watching from the sidelines because what else can we do yep. you know and the only thing what that we can do we just did we talked about it true and we can hope that someone hears it and it's like <laughs> <laughs> whatever but that's it yep. and yeah we're gonna find out all right where, let's, where let's see goes. what the future brings it's gonna be very interesting it was very interesting talking to you once again, yeah, about, about VR, about, about AI, about, you know, about <laughs> tech, you know, steering us into, into directions that we might not want to go if we're actually mm. thinking about it. Um, so all that le that's left for me is to thank you. Yeah. And for me is to thank you. You prepared everything very nicely and gave me a lot of things to talk passionate about. I love talking passionate. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I love listening so. to you talking passionate. <laughs> <laughs> I give hey. some applause. Really, really some applause. <laughs> and yeah, we, 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 should, we should do it again. And uh, for anyone who, who, who was able to listen to us up to this point, thank you for listening. Thank you for contributing. Of of course, we have, you know, uh, opinions, but they are only our personal opinions. They don't mean that we know everything. We just allow ourselves to, you know, think openly, discuss it, because this is what it's all about. This is what we need to do. So if you like that, please tune in the next time and be sure to follow us on the channel that has no name. <laughs> yes, follow us on the place that we don't know where to follow yet. Well, in the meantime, you can, you can of course, uh, follow Watch Bello on Twitch, where we are uh, still located. Or Dagon on Twitch as or, well, of course. Well, or Tom.photo Tom. 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 on Instagram. Tom.photo. Tom. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, but we will we will definitely find a home, and we will yeah. be relocating to that, and we'll definitely let you know once we found that. <laughs> yeah. And right. until then, we're gonna go with our favorite, most favorite music. Uh, I'm gonna. Do you have one more thing to say, or am I cutting? That, that's about it. Okay. Bye bye. T O M T O M Tom 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 T O M Tom 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 Tom